Welcome everybody to episode 129 of the Startup Show. Today we're here at WeWork in Herzliya talking to the CEO and co-founder of Intelligo, Shlomo Mervis, and we talk about background checks, we talk about the Israeli ecosystem, but we also talk about work-life balance. Make sure to stay tuned. Welcome to episode 129 of the Startup Show. Today we are here in Israel in Herzliya at WeWork and I'm very excited to talk to the CEO and co-founder of Intelligo, Shlomo Berwitz. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. A pleasure being here. So Shlomo, um, you know, as usual on the Startup Show, the first few minutes are dedicated to you as a person. So Shlomo, please give us a short introduction about yourself. My name is Shlomo Mervis. I um, live in Israel, married to Shira, five beautiful kids. Um, the highlight of my life, I must say. Um, nothing more important. My family's originally from South Africa, but I'm originally a lawyer. Thank God I'm not in that industry anymore. And I'm very passionate about innovation. Yes. Um, you feel it changes the world on every aspect. Like on smallest thing, how they, like even ways changes the way you commute. You really see the great benefits. And I love that. And especially if there could be an angle of social innovation, I'm even more passionate about that. You said corporate lawyer, and that's what you used to do. How, how was the shift when you said, like, okay, like now you're going um, from corporate world into startup and entrepreneurship? Do you remember how that was? It was always clear for me I wouldn't be a lawyer. I got a, <laughs> I got a scholarship to law school, so I did it. But I got to the world of high tech by mistake. Yeah. I was just offered a job, never thought about that direction. Life takes you to the direction you never think about, and I'm very thankful for that. Mm -hmm. And once you're in that world, you're exposed to so many different things and opportunities. Um, it sets up your mind and your, your brain doesn't stop thinking. And that's how I came up with the whole idea of what we're doing today in Intelligo. Right. Um, before we go into Intelligo, I saw on your LinkedIn profile you were a mentor at 8200 Social Program. I don't really know what it is, but I know what the 8200 uh, unit is. And I think what's very interesting, maybe uh, also for my audience out there, you can give a little bit of a background in one sentence uh, what the 8200 unit is and how you are involved with them. The 8200 unit is, in simple words, is like the American NSA, a lot of differences also, but a lot of the people in the tech industry in Israel come from that unit. What is beautiful was the creator, the group of people created the 8200 Social Innovation Program. The purpose was to encourage people with great talent to, to take their talent to, to impact the social world. Mm -hmm. I was amazed by this program, also led by an amazing woman called Natalie, who's doing an amazing uh, work there. You see how small things could really change people's life if it's related to health, if it's related to day-to-day -day life, if it's to older people. It's just utilizing these great minds of people that have great technology capabilities and innovation ideas um, to really focus towards the, to the social innovation aspects. Right. Good. So let's talk about Intelligo, which is, I guess, your, your newest and first venture, if I saw that correctly. Give us a short pitch so we're all on the same page. Intelligo is an automated background check company. If you think on the world, what, the most valuable currency we have is the currency of trust. Yes. Everything we do is related to trust. If it's in our personal life, our wife, our kids, our family. If it's on the business side, before we make an investment, before we do a partnership, before we hire somebody, we want to really be able to trust that person. If you're looking to invest in a company, um, you want to, you invested people at the end of the day many times. You want to check if these people, you can trust them. So we're empowering trust, that's our goal. And we want to make this a tool that is accessible for people. So we created a comprehensive automated solution for comprehensive background checks and due diligence. 
which makes it a very simple um, and accessible process for everyone, which was very important for us. How did you come up with this idea? Like, where, where did that inspiration come from? So I used to work in a company that does um, manual background checks yeah. and due diligence. And I was surprised to see that this whole industry of background checks, especially the comprehensive side, hasn't been disrupted for like 40 years. Same products, same methodology, same sources. And really the reality, there's a great need for making a difference there because the efficiency isn't very high. So I came up with an idea, consulted with a group of people about it. People liked it. And I said, why not Let's to do, do it? it? When you say like, you know, like the inefficiency in this market, what, what's the current status quo when you look at, compared to your tool? So the two biggest problems and pain points in the market today is one is the price and second is the time it takes. Uh, we're talking about the time it takes, it's an average of 10 to 15 business days until you get, actually get a product, which you don't have the time to wait for th such a thing. And secondly, is a very high price point. So what we did is we cut down the, the, the speed from 10 business days to one hour, um, it made the information very accessible in a term, also just reads and consumes the information, you get the general picture in one minute. And the last thing, we cut the price by half. So we tackled the two main pain points of, of this industry. Right. So when you look, um, let's say I'm using your tool, um, what do I see when I start it? So it's a SaaS model platform, so you, every client has his own account, you run a search by yourself. Um, you run it in the systems, you don't need too much information about the person to run a search. And in one hour, you get back a full report um, back to your account. You can review all the data. You'll get the general picture very fast. Um, in the same time, all the information is accessible for you to drill down into and to look yeah. into it. I mean, I did it also with something very similar. When you look at the data that you get um, out of your tool versus manually doing, what is it like that you use that you can get a background check that is efficient and accurate to that person or company? So first thing, it's a tool based on AI and machine learning, yeah. uh, which allows a lot of different things today. It's using a lot of buzzwords in that aspect, but it's really, it's based on NLP, um, nat natural language process, um, semantic analysis, text mining, um, and with obviously the aspect of AI in, 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 in a concept that the tool simulates the process of thinking of analysis and gets with conclusions by itself regarding red flags. So utilizing all of this allows us to go through a huge amount of data, analyze it in a very efficient way. So in a way you have a top analyst in the world always working for you, right. reviewing the data and with unlimited resources on data resources and getting to very interesting conclusions. Mm -hmm. So when you look back and let's say there's probably hundreds of, of background checks already, any interesting stories that you, you know, red flag someone or red flags came up that you would say like, this is worthwhile to share? Many. First thing, <laughs> it's surprising how thick people could miss some so basic things like the famous story of the former CEO of Yahoo that declared it had a degree in something that we never had, which is so simple to verify. But there are a lot of different things about basic things. If you think about it, how simple you can really access data, obviously about legal or financial, but a lot of different negative things, and it's a shame that you'll miss such a things. Um, but it, it can be also much more complicated. It could be a fact that a combination of a certain points of things happening can bring you to a conclusion that something very problematic happening here. Mm -hmm. The problem is I can't really go into details with any of our products because <laughs> our clients will never allow such a thing. What's your vision when you look at this industry, let's say 10 to 20 years, when you say like, this is what your vision is of the company and also the industry as a whole? Today, when you're in the world of compliance and due diligence, you feel that everything you do is kind of a burden. It doesn't really support you because of regulation, because of laws and things like that. I want this to be a tool that people see something as due diligence and background checks as something supporting you and helping you as part of your decision-making process. 
Um, so first thing has to be simple and efficient. That's the most crucial, which it's already today. The second thing, it has to be global. Um, it has to, in a global world, people tra travel constantly between countries. So you want one solution covering everywhere around the world. The last thing, which is not only did we change the, disrupt the whole market of comprehensive background checks, my vision is much larger. My vision is to take all the different levels of background checks. So you, you, today you have basic background checks, you have um, standard background checks like a company like Checker, who just raised $100 million, and then you have comprehensive background checks. Our vision is not to only be a comprehensive background check, but to be a one-stop solution for all the different packages of background checks. Mm -hmm. So we're a one-stop solution for everything. So the question is now where you're standing with this uh, vision. <laughs> so obviously you can't conquer the world in one day. Yes. Um, we're, we're progressing very nicely. <laughs> um, we're already starting to work with the leading uh, banks, investment banks and financial institutions, also with large corporations. Um, right now we focus in the US um, and already approached by Europe, especially England. So with time we're expanding to new restrictions and new products also constantly. Mm -hmm. One last question about, about the data. Um, wh where do you gather all this data from? So in general, it's public data. It's data on that aspect. The uniqueness is not on the, the, the access to data because any manual provider also has access to the data. The uniqueness is about the capability to go to huge amounts of big data. If they'll review one kind of source of data, I'll review 10 kinds of these sources. Um, so we can really go and we're talking about criminal, civil, financial, negative media, sanction list, technically anything I can think about that provides you value as a client, mm -hmm. as providing data about a person, We'll link into our system. So university diplomas are publicly available? Degree verification, employment really? history, everything. Wow, yeah. interesting. I didn't know that. So I want to talk a few short minutes about the Israeli ecosystem. How do you like feel here in Israel, like surrounded by all of these startups? Uh, what's your impression here? Amazing. Love it. <laughs> Seriously, nothing like Israel. And I travel a lot. Not I respect everyone. There's a feeling that nothing is impossible. Mm -hmm. Everything you want, you can actually do. And even... When I was told originally that we're told by a bunch of people that what we want to do would be impossible, others tried before, that only gave me a drive to do it more even. Um, and I think that's a general atmosphere and people looking constantly for challenges. And also really it's true, it says about uh, one of the, the strengths of the Israeli ecosystem of the startup world is we're not afraid from failing. Um, it's fine to fail. It's at least you tried. Mm -hmm. So you try many times, you fail, and you learn from your mistakes, which is crucial, and then you continue forwards. Anything that you would say, like, well, Israel, that's what you should improve on, or like you think everything is uh, for sure. You know, I would say rose glasses and uh, <laughs> happy, happy family. Nothing is perfect anywhere. <laughs> um, no, just to look at it also like from the critical point of view. For sure. Um, I think one of our weaknesses is our long-term planning. So we're very good in uh, oh, crisis management. Of, uh... <laughs> uh, we're very good in crisis management. But if you look, um, the sad thing is of this ecosystem that many companies succeed, but they sell very early. So you don't see like companies like Waze or Mobileye staying in Israel and continuing leading as very large corporations. With time, we can have the capability. It's something, it's definitely you can learn. It's definitely a weak point of the way we manage our life. You ready for them? I'm ready. The most important character in entrepreneur is? Crisis management and being optimistic uh, approach to things. What's important to you in an investor and why? That I feel one that he really cares and he's there to support. Mm -hmm. uh, I think those are the two main things. And I obviously value his background that he can really contribute based on his experience. Mm -hmm. What would you like to see in the next five years in your local uh, startup ecosystem? I would like to see more cooperation. I think 
especially us as an integration platform, we always connect new points of data and other things. There's so many points of places we can really cooperate with other startups and all of us create better products based on that. Mm -hmm. Corporations, you mean corporates or you mean corporations? No, sorry, but cooperation between startups. Corporations between startups. Yes, <laughs> that's what I meant. Okay, very good. What are some tips for balancing work and life? Wow, that's the question I don't have a good answer to. Um, it's well, five kids, wife. <laughs> no, seriously, that's part of you, you're touching on my strongest pain points in life. Because yes. um, number one is definitely family, and then number two is work. Mm -hmm. But I want to succeed in both, which is crucial. Um, there's no real answer, but I think it's important to always have it in mind as part of your decision making. Yes. So now is your moment, Shlomo, for some legacy for the next generation. You have about uh, 30 seconds to a minute to give us uh, some expert advice where you feel you are the expert. So I'm not an expert. I'm learning <laughs> like everyone. But I do think people should, we're all blessed with different talents. So first thing to identify what your talent is. Yes. Once you identify that talent, focus on that talent and grow it. Because you probably got a talent that makes you very unique compared to other people. And believe in yourself. And in a way that really love yourself and respect yourself that you have a talent and can go with it. And then believe that you can achieve your dreams. Yeah. Um, and even if you don't achieve it as you exactly dreamt, it, it's the, that's what gives you the motivation to move forwards and to progress. I think that's the main thing for me. Okay, very cool. Good. Shlomo, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you very much, everybody who tuned in today. Have a great day.